How does politics affect real estate investing? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how politics can affect real estate investing. Does it? How does it affect it? And what should that what should you do about it? Or what can you do about it? Politics absolutely affects real estate investing. It affects the whole market, top to bottom. Everything about real estate is affected by politics, and here's why. First of all, let's start with taxes. Taxes affect how your income is taxed, how your real estate income is taxed. Well, guess who creates the tax laws? Guess who raises taxes, lowers taxes? In fact, every time we switch parties in control of the government... Taxes go up, then when the next party comes in, they go back down. And it's just back and forth every four to eight years. So you can always count on taxes being affected, and that affects your real estate investing. So before I move on from taxes, one thing about commercial real estate investing is that a lot of the regulations and taxes involved in commercial real estate investing favor commercial real estate. Now, why is that? Well, it's because politicians write those tax codes. They write the regulations. They influence the regulators to create the regulations. And guess what? Politicians invest in commercial real estate. They they are invested fairly heavily in commercial real estate, and that's why the laws always favor commercial real estate for investing. So first thing, regulations. Let's talk about there's, so the government's very fond of, I can't say they pass regulations because they really, most regulations don't even come through Congress. They're just created by some bureaucrat somewhere at the direction of someone in power. And sometimes they're created by Congress, but a lot of times they're just written in They are treated as law. Things that affect real estate would be banking regulations, Fair Housing Act, mortgage regulations, appraisal regulations, the EPA, and even at the local level, zoning regulations, zoning ordinances. Now, all of these regulations and laws aren't bad. The problem is when they pass a law or institute a regulation – they usually carry it too far, usually well beyond the original intention. And sometimes they go back and they rein those people in and say, look, this is not what this is for. You can't do that. Your regulation is violating the law. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it'll, a regulation, a bad regulation, will go on for decades before somebody has the guts to stand up and say, we can't do this anymore. It's not legal. So that can have a profound effect on your investment decisions and on your investment outcomes. For example, 
opportunity zones. It's kind of a cool thing that came up. I don't know who started it. It has some great tax benefits for real estate investors and commercial real estate. For now, who knows what's going to happen next time we get a new president, next time we get a new Congress, are they going to take it away? Are they going to leave it there? We don't know. So that's part of the problem is that these things are always changing. You have to keep up with it. The tax code, for example, is way too complicated for any one person to possibly understand. 70,000 pages. We as investors and normal people on the street, we aren't ever going to understand what's in the tax code. I'd be willing to bet that almost every single tax return filed in the United States has something wrong with it. Something has been, some line has been crossed. Somebody has gone, has broken or violated a regulation or a tax law, and they don't even know it. So that's how complicated that is. And it's not necessary, but it's necessary to someone. It gives them more, the more complicated it is, the more control they have over people. And that's, that's basically the bottom line. The next thing is government spending. Now, a lot of people may ask, how could that possibly affect the real estate market? Well, of course it does. It causes inflation. Somebody decided they wanted to spend $5 trillion that they didn't have. And they just had to do it. So they created that money. They borrowed that money into existence. The money is printed and the money is created. It's not printed anymore, but it's created and put into circulation in the economy. That is inflation. And that's why we have inflation today. That's why we have prices going, going crazy, prices on everything. And whatever the inflation rate the government tells you we have, you can double that because it's calculated differently than it was in 1980. In 1980, they started changing the way they calculated inflation. If we had calculated inflation the same way today that we did in 1980, you would have double the inflation rate that they're telling us today. So if you go to shadowstats.com, that website is run by an economist who calculates a lot of the government statistics the way they did in 1980 and 1990 because because they have been changed. Those are points in history where they have those are points in history where they have changed the calculation method. And some of that I'm sure was to make themselves look good. Some of it was to basically, in my opinion, cheat people out of their social security cost of living raises. And because what happens is inflation goes up and social security has to, has to give you a cost of living increase in your social security payments if you're on social security. Now, it was going to cost too much money for them to do that, so they they got around that by, by changing the way they calculated inflation. So now instead of having 14% or 14.5%, we have, what, 7.2, 7.3. It's been all the way up as high as 18% here recently because we had a little over 9% at one point, I believe. So that is going to affect the real estate market. And because the next couple of things that I'm going to talk about tie into the inflation rate. Energy policies, of course are created by politicians. They have created higher energy costs, which in turn has caused supply chain issues. Shipping fuel costs are higher, so 
shipping costs have gone up. In turn, that has caused goods and services prices to go up. The food you buy has gone up because it costs a lot more to get it there. Everything you buy is shipped somehow. So the price has gone up because the fuel cost has gone up. Manufacturing cost has gone up. It takes energy to run manufacturing facilities. It takes energy to run grocery stores in Walmart and Target. They pay huge electric bills, and now they've gone even higher because energy prices have gone through the roof. The next thing, interest rates. So the Federal Reserve kept interest rates very low for a long time. That created a real estate bubble. Now, the Federal Reserve is not a government entity. As much as you would like to think it is, it is not. It is, it is not a government entity. It is run by, by bankers who are not, it is not a federal office. It is not an administration of the government. They are pretty much autonomous. They, they claim they have interaction with the government, but yet one thing after another will show you that they pretty much, they pretty much call the shots when it comes to monetary policy. So they created a real estate bubble. People went out and they went crazy and they bought houses that normally they wouldn't be able to afford, but they could afford them now because their payments are so low. And unknown to a lot of people, there are 6.9 million adjustable rate mortgages out there right now. So what's going to happen now that the interest rates have gone up when these people start losing their jobs their interest rates are going up on their mortgages, so their house payments are going up. They're going to start having some foreclosures. And even those who have fixed rate mortgages, when you lose your job, if you're living right at the edge of your income, right at the edge of your means, you lose your job and you're going to lose a lot more than just your job. You're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your cars. And you know, I'm not even going to get into the... <laughs> car in the auto industry right now and their financial crisis they're about to go through. So we have a real estate bubble and the Federal Reserve controls the interest rates. And so what do they do when inflation goes up? Well, they start raising interest rates to counter inflation that's caused by government spending. The money creation and government spending that went out of control in the last couple of years that's caused this inflation. Now, I'm not an economist, I'm not a financial advisor, and I'm not not a financial planner, not a tax specialist or anything like that. I'm just I'm a real estate broker and I'm we're talking about real estate. So I'm not advising you on your finances or anything, but I'm just here to tell you how politics is affecting real estate. Now, one last thing that has some effect on the market, and it is caused by politics. And this is a very controversial controversial issue that I'm going to talk about, and that is immigration, illegal immigration, to be more specific. There's an influx of millions of people coming across our southern border. These people, for the most part, are broke, unemployed, and they're going to need a place to live. They're going to have to be fed. They're going to need health care. And supposedly, we already have a housing shortage. So how is bringing 
millions of people into the country that are unemployed going to help? How's it going to do anything but hurt housing shortage? How's it going to do anything to help our real estate market? Somebody has to pay for these people. Somebody has to pay to feed them, to give them shelter, to give them health care. And guess what? It's you and it's me. We're going to have to pay for it. In turn, that's money out of our pocket, money that's going to have, have to be taken from us through taxes. And every penny that's taken out of our pocket for taxes is money that can't go back in to a real estate investment. It's money that can't be paid on your house payment. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's like, a, <laughs> I don't know if politicians are, I don't know if these people are incredibly corrupt or incredibly stupid, but either way, which one's worse? I don't know, <laughs> but the result is the same. They're either doing this intentionally or they're just too stupid to know that they're what they're doing is is destroying the economy. I don't know which way it is, but the result is the same. So now real estate, I'm not telling you not to invest in real estate. Real estate is still a great investment. It will never go to the value, will never go to zero. And so keep in mind when you invest in real estate, it's something you should look at. Politics has an effect on it. Politics changes constantly. So that's it for this time on real estate revenue. And I hope that wasn't too much of a downer episode. I just wanted to kind of get that in there, how politics, we talked about it in a, a little bit in the last episode. Wanted to get it in there and kind of talk about how it ha- has an effect on real estate investing and how you need to be aware of it. There's not, not much you can do about it, but you just need to be aware that those things are out there. So I'll see you next time on Real Estate Revenue.